sports fans of all ages. It's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who's had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the regular Monday edition of In the Huddle with Coach Muddle. Our special guest we got Billy back in the house. Uh, uh, you know, so uh, Captain America come to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're kind of excited, all fired up. A lot of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going on to uh, uh, to talk about. Uh, you know. Uh, real quick, before we get in, I know we were going to jump into football. A lot of stuff happened. But Nevada Nick, the Preakness, you know, because, uh, you know, the long shot came out of nowhere yeah. on Saturday. Well, I mean, 11 to 1. I mean, that's – I mean, yeah, I guess you could call that a long shot. Um, big win. I mean, I actually got lucky. It wasn't my pick. I'm not going to claim it to be. Um, horse racing is one of the toughest sports to handicap. So I, I kind of check in on some other guys, and I went off uh, somebody on a site um, and, and took his pick, and it got me the exact box, which paid $100. So, And then I also got a, a trifecta. Who I had didn't win. I like Contra Tour, Baffert's other horse, so I, I lost on that. But luckily I you know, went with somebody else's pick, and they won. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to claim it to be mine because it wasn't. But, yeah, but like I said, horse racing – it's a losing proposition a lot of times. Probably, it probably the toughest mm. sport to handicap in my in my opinion. All right, all right. So let's jump into it. I, I know you know I've been getting a lot of uh, uh, a lot of heat from the uh, WHTs or WTHs, whatever the hell you want to call WFT. it. The, the the pain in the ass. How about we just call them the pain in the asses? The pain <laughs> in the asses in the district. How's that? Uh, How about that? So I've been getting a lot of heat from them because you know they're so disrespected. So I, I you know, but but we'll get to it uh, because you know uh, I'm just going to follow suit with disrespecting you. We'll put you to the back of the line, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. But let's talk. You know, Ryan Kerrigan, guy's been around for ten years, got a lot of miles on that on that tread. Right. Uh. You know, I just don't see him, you know, I, I'm kind of torn as being a good pick because Philadelphia doesn't really have a legit pass rusher. You could say Brandon Graham all you want, mm -hmm. but I haven't heard his name since the Super Bowl. So where's he yeah. been? Did he opt out? I don't remember because I haven't really ever heard obviously his Obviously, you don't watch Eagles games because he had a good year last year. He okay. really did. Brandon it, Graham had a – who didn't make the play? Oh, look at Sammy said it. <laughs> Good point, Sammy. Um, no, but look, Coach Ryan Kerrigan's coming to the Eagles on a one-year deal. If they gave him four years and forty million, they'd be out of their minds. They're adding depth to the defensive line. This is a Chris Long signing. You know, Chris Long came in to add depth to the defensive line, and I'll tell you, if Chris Long isn't on that team our Super Bowl year, and I'm not saying the Eagles are going to Super Bowl, I'm not. But I'm saying. Chris Long was huge in that Eagle in the in the year the Eagles made the Super Bowl. He was huge down the stretch, made some big plays in that season, and that and that's what he is. And he's a good guy in the locker room for your team. You know, he's got a good motor. 
Five and a half sacks, 38% of the snaps last year. And you're taking them off Washington, too. You know, Washington's got the best defensive line in football. You know, the best defense in the NFC East. Um, so, look, I said it to Coach Billy. I'm curious to hear your point on it. I wouldn't be surprised if any of the four teams in the NFC East won a division. That's how tight I think it is in this division. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be – you know, it's definitely going to be a tight race. Um, however, you know, I'm going to go with the fact that, you know, if Washington can get some things going, they do look dangerous. If they can, yeah. I'm not saying they're disrespected. Right. That's 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 a long shot. This well, disrespected, eh, right. but, but their offense is their issue. If Fitzpatrick can yeah. get some things going, they have some weapons in McLaurin at receiver. If they can run the football and Fitzpatrick doesn't turn the ball over, Washington could be very dangerous. They could be. And I, yeah. I agree with that. They definitely could be. Um, I feel Cowboys are going to be much of the same middle-of-the-road team, average. You know, Giants, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we Come go. Come on. Giants. Come oh, on. Boy. Let me just tell you something, brother. Let me tell you right now. Okay, you got Joe Judge. Okay, because Joe Judge is good. Let's see, the Giants, what did they win? Six games? Joe Judge won four of those games for the Giants last year. So, you know, they're going to – I'm telling you, Joe Judge, I I tell you right now, Eagles aren't, aren't beating the Giants this year. That's two wins for the Giants. But And, again, I went through the schedule. I don't see – the Giants got a pretty tough schedule – I don't know. I think they're another six, seven, eight win team again. Mm. So I don't know. But again, check my headphones. Did I hear? Did I hear that right? Yeah, tough you heard schedule. right. He's, the Giants have a tough schedule. Yeah. What? Now, Coach, let, let's talk second. about it. Coach, your disrespect for the Eagles and and the, and the league's disrespect Wait. for the Eagles. It's I understand. I, I I understand. Last year they were four eleven and one. They stunk. Their whole offense was hurt and went stunk. I mean, their whole offense was hurt. You're getting Lane Johnson back, Pro Bowl tackle. You're getting Brandon Brooks back, Pro Bowl guard. We, you know, Kelsey's there. You draft Landon Dickerson. You, you don't who, know what you have left tackle. You still don't Landon know what you have left tackle. Yeah, but hold on. Landon Dickerson, best interior offensive lineman in the draft this year. He's going to get plugged in at left guard. Yeah, left tackle. Does Dillard work out? Is it Jordan Malai time? We'll figure that out. But how many guys can say you feel very good in four of your five offensive line spots? Nobody else the NFC East. Best offensive line in the NFC East belongs to the Eagles. Now, I love Dev- Devontae Smith. I, I'll take this. I'll take I'll take Jalen Hurts over Danny Dimes any day of the week. I, I can, I'll say that. I'm right not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue did. with that. And I, and right I'm not going to argue with that. Give me this too, Coach. Right now, I trust Miles Sanders. More than I trust Saquon Barkley. Would you agree with that? Yeah, because Saquon can't stay healthy right now. Right. He but hasn't proved he hasn't proved Saquon he can be healthy. Saquon has got you where you guys are. Are you kidding me? He was nowhere around field. last year. The last <laughs> two years. As a franchise, he got you back in, in into the picture. You guys were <laughs> for the longest. Billy. Do I have to report you for Billy a drug might have test? to submit to a drug yeah. test. <laughs> he needs to submit to a drug test, man. Let me tell Come you on, something. Man. I'll take Saquon right now. I'll take Saquon and Billy. Hey, I'll tell you what. You, I, I'll switch him for the, for the uh, knuckleheads we got. Yeah. 
No, oh. yeah. I mean, I'll no, take him over look, what we look, had. I thought I thought it really helped the giant offensive line last year with Barkley not being there because he's Barry Sanders asked he belongs behind a veteran offensive line. He really does. He need he's a he needs to be behind a veteran offensive line. The Giants gonna run the run the wheels off of him and let him walk out the door because that's their MO. We're not paying Barkley uh Elliott money. We're just not doing that. I, no, I just I don't see it. But they did give him the fifth-year option, which I was surprised about, Coach. No, I wasn't surprised with that because yeah, why not money. keep him around? Yeah. It's, okay. Yes, but well, I would have seen it, but still, I would have let him play some of this year first. If he gets hurt again, then they're going to regret that fifth-year option. I think you'd agree with that at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, probably, you're probably right. <clears throat> probably yeah. right. Now, what Sammy said about um, Eagles franchise doesn't even want Hurts, <laughs> um, I don't necessarily agree with that, Sammy. But I do. I I will say this: He's got the shortest leash, probably in, in in NFL history. He might have one year. I mean, he might have one year to prove himself. And it's not like I mean, I like his line, but he's got a lot of young receivers. Um, if he doesn't look good this year, and they don't believe, they have three first round picks. They're either going to trade him to get Deshaun Watson or draft a quarterback if they don't believe. Hurts is the guy. So I would agree in the sense there's not a ton of confidence in Hurts. Yes, I agree with you. Um, but I wouldn't say they don't want him. I think it's a wait-and-see approach and see what he does this year. And He's got one year, which isn't very fair, but that's the way of the world. It's the NFL. Grow up. Put your big point big point <laughs> pants on, as Coach likes to say. <laughs> yeah, put your yeah big he's got a point. I mean, I mean, you look at it, uh, what we're going to do with with uh, with Hurts versus what we did with, with Wentz. I mean, he can't do any worse, in my opinion. In, in my opinion, he, he can't do any worse than, than than what Wentz did. And you know, I've talked to a couple fans, uh, fellow Bird fans, and I actually got blocked on Facebook because of the argument. Oh, oh, oh Wentz is uh, Hurts is horrible. Hurts is horrible. I'm like, what did he do what, that was so much did, worse? Yeah, what did he do that was so much worse than what 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 Wentz did? Well, and the same thing every time. Oh, you'll see. He's gonna go. He's gonna go somewhere and, and do amazing things. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then <laughs> in Indianapolis. All right. Good luck with that. I think. I think Wentz. I think it'll work out in India. I really do. I think the problem with Wentz is it started so good. It started so good, and then it regressed. And I think it was a combination of bad coaching, of injuries, of um. Them coddling Wentz, I really believe that. And I think mm -hmm. Wentz didn't have the mentality for Philadelphia. I just think it was I a combination of all those things. I really do. I think he got coddled. I think. I mean, when you draft a quarterback, they said he was upset. Like, go win your job. Look what – now, was Aaron Rodgers pissed? Yeah, but he deserves it. You know, Wentz, Wentz hasn't played a playoff game, essentially, like Coach said. And he's right about that. You know, Aaron Rodgers has earned his – his things in Green Bay. And look what Aaron Rodgers went out and did after they drafted a quarterback in the first round. He won the MVP award. So you know what? Do that. Don't sit right. there and whine. And, right. you know, once it got a little old in Philadelphia. I mean, um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what's uh, we'll see what's going on. You, you, you got to know this about Philly. And it's it's about this almost the same as New York. New York's a little bit tougher, but. In the market, if you can't – at those two places, if you can't produce off the gate, you're in trouble. Or if it's not consistent, 
You know, they love you one minute. The fans are on you. The The pressure builds. Yeah. It's what have you done for me lately? You know, you can't, you can't rest on your laurels. And I I kind of think that Carson Wentz, like you said, had that early success. He had that success in college coming in and he kind of just kind of was resting on his laurels a little bit. And now, and then when all of a sudden things fell apart, he couldn't, he couldn't overcome it. He couldn't handle yeah. it. And, and, and the fans got on him. Well, and then he tried to do too much too, way too much, you know, just trying to be Superman and create turnovers. And he just tried to do way too much and it, and, and it didn't work out. It didn't work out. And, and also it even gets overlooked. Um, Civils, take the shirt off. <laughs> hey, 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 Civils, hey, Civils. Looks put like some, a medium. Uh, put some, put some real clothes on on the football field and come talk to me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so what you said actually, Dan and Coach, and it gets overlooked a lot. We screwed up when we put a statue of his backup in the front of the stadium. Right. We screwed up big right. time. And it, and that that is something to look at and go, oh my god! Like how my backup's got a statue. Like I mean, he should be a little bit tougher. But then again, that that that's pretty rough to come to every day and see your backup. It's got a statue, you know. But then I mean? they traded him, so I think to make him feel better, and it still didn't work out. You know what I mean? So. You know, because right, I mean, come on, you still got to walk through the hallway. You're telling me there's nothing that says Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. Peyton yeah. Manning has his own street. You're driving down Peyton Manning Lane to get to the facility every morning. How's that going to affect him? He couldn't handle looking at a statue. Now he's got to drive down Peyton Manning Lane. Yeah. You know. And you put up what Sammy said too. Which one? Sammy. Uh, going off the last six game, fifty is the best quarterback in the NFC East. That's. Um, I mean. Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the NFC East. Man, um, now Sammy, Sammy, do, do we have? We might have to send you to oh, the Patriots. Come on, holy now. smokes! Fitzpatrick is it's is a magic. really good. He's a really good backup quarterback. He right, can week one he's going to go four hundred yards, hit. three touchdowns. The next week he's going to go uh, uh, twenty yards and four well, interceptions. No, it's not going to be twenty yards, but. No, that's that's him. He can play three or four games and play great football, and then it'll fall off a cliff. And he forces it sometimes, throws some turnovers. But he did play well in Miami this year. He's a smart guy. He's he's a good quarterback. I mean, I just don't think he's a 16-game starting quarterback in the NFL. And, Sammy, Dak was 1-4 and four before the injury with the worst defense in the NFL. When you're, yeah. I mean, they were scoring points. Right. The defense sucked now. Well, Sammy, where I will agree with you, Dak did have some costly turnovers in those games and was a little, you know, not careful with the ball. But he had to play perfect. They were giving up 40 points a game. I mean, when, you, when you're when you going into a game saying we got to score 42 points to win, I mean, you got to play perfect. You're absolutely right. And then can you put up what Angela said, too? Because And that's the whole problem with the Cowboys. It really is. He's the third or fourth. Uh, I think he's just actually the second high pass. I think it's Mahomes and then him now, isn't it? Look, it's it's Mahomes and then Dak. That's Jerry Jones right there. And that's the problem with the Cowboys. They have the highest or second highest paid quarterback. I think Zeke's like the second or third highest paid running back. And then mm-hmm. Amari's and it's gonna kill their team. And this is why their defense stinks. And you look, you have linebackers and they had a good draft for Kai Parsons. You know, but look, Smith and Van Der Esch will be gone after this year. And it's just the Cowboys just are a 
badly run organization. Simple as that. I mean, Jimmy Johnson took them from one and fifteen to a dynasty, and then Jerry Jones simply couldn't the, the egos couldn't fit in the room. He got rid of them, and ever since then, he's turned them into the laughing stock of the NFL. And that's what really what it is. For all the money they have and the prestige, the Cowboys have been a joke. Let's let's be honest. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Angela, you're right. I did see that somewhere. Dak is like the third or fourth highest oh, paid athlete in, wow. in, on the planet, like including because, you know, those soccer guys make tons of money. Right. So, you know, he's 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 really uh, I, I didn't say I know that. That's insane. Yeah, he <clears throat> is. Nice. He is way, way up there as one of the uh, I mean, Christian Ronaldo and all them. He's if he's in yeah, the same conversation, he's that's in impressive. the same conversation with those that's guys. impressive. You know, come on. Look at look at all the commercials you see him on. I mean, oh, come on, he's making he's making bank on those. Being on the Cowboys, obviously, when you're on, the Cowboys, being on the Cowboys as well. But you know, all the front runners who love you know like to be Cowboys fans, cockroaches. You know what I mean? Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys and Lakers fans, they're all the same. They oh, no Angelo's a Lakers fan. That's my, you better watch out, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy, watch out, man. Yeah, watch out. I was a Lakers I, fan growing up too, too, Billy. So I was a big Magic fan. I love Magic Johnson. I feel like I feel like Cowboys fans love the Ca- the Cowboys, Lakers, and the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, well, that's those are They're the three front teams. Yeah. You're a front runner. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, Dak's not the best quarterback in the East, Jawan. Come on, man. What are you smoking? I think. I mean, right now, I, I would say he's he is. I mean, you're not right now because he's he's the veteran. He's the veteran quarterback yeah. in the NFC East. He's got Daniel Jones by a year. He's got, you know, I mean, Washington, you don't have anybody. Uh, and Philadelphia, it's, you know, year two for uh, for Hurts. It's almost so, year one, really. He only played like really, four Because he only games. played, yeah. what, four or five games. So, right. yeah, he, he's going to do that. So, Angela, how is, come you don't like the playoff system? I got to know I, that one. I agree. Not the not football. She's talking about basketball. Because uh, okay. with the Lakers, the Lakers. And I agree. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar. So, the Lakers are – Playing I wouldn't know seven. being a Knicks fan because we wrapped up the four seeds, so we don't have oh, to worry about all the money. Right. One year, Knicks stunk for two decades, and but so hey, I gotta Lakers, get it in when I can. Yeah, I know, but the Lakers <laughs> essentially are in the seven eight seed. They're playing tonight, and then the loser of that game plays the winner of the nine ten for the eight seed. So if the Lakers lose two games, they're out of the playoffs. They're done. Yeah. They're, you know they won't be in the playoffs. So it's very odd. I agree with her. I'm not a fan of it. You played seventy two games. To me, after you play 72 games, whatever your position is, what your position is. But I think they're just trying to stretch it by a couple more teams, making the, the, the those last five, six games more important, and they weren't important anyway. So it's just uh, an odd thing to me. I, I just can't wait till it all gets back to normal. I mean, it, it, this, I is, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, hey, look, if if – Listen, if it keeps the Knicks playing the way they're playing, I'm okay with the way things are. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you on the Knicks payroll? Listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, my well, God. We'll, we'll get into some Look, basketball. James Dolan threw me a couple of bucks. Maybe, you know, maybe there's some superstar Coach, out there who wants to come if, to New York. If the Knicks go anywhere, it's going to the second round. They're getting beat by the Sixers. So. Listen, Nevada, listen, listen, Nevada, he works for Spike Lee secretly. Listen, so yeah. that, listen, let's give him a little listen, break here. Listen. Here's the plan. Okay, that is the plan. You're going to go into the second round. You know, you win a game, maybe two games in the second round. But now, you know, you're a second-round playoff team. You become attractive to some players now. That free agency market, the Knicks got some money to spend. They can bring in some talent now. 
and and bring. There are a couple of pieces. I mean, I don't know if Randall is just playing because it's a it's time for a payday, but which I'm still kind of um, convinced that it is uh, the quarterback for the Ravens is actually Randall playing for the Knicks right now. I, I'm you know I don't know maybe it's the haircut I guess yeah but yeah. Uh, yeah but Can you, you know. put up what Stiz said because Stiz yeah. is right. I, I'd like to know this question. How come Nevada Nick doesn't have the coach status? And I honestly, with some of Coach's takes, I call how he got coach status. Stiz, I think he called some plays in Madden 95 or 94 <laughs> and thinks all of a sudden that made him a coach. So <laughs> I, I really question it. I do. I think Coach is like, yeah, you know, called a couple of plays when he's playing Madden on Sega and thinks all of a sudden now he's Coach Muddle. <laughs> hey, the, the, the design fake punt where you couldn't see the other half of the screen, so you just threw right. the ball up. Remember the ambulance would just come on the field? <laughs> now, listen, I'm going to have to date you guys because it's actually – Way before that, Techno Bowl. Techno Bowl. Oh, I love that. Oh. I, figured, oh, I figured out that there was one play that couldn't be stopped out of those four plays. Yeah. It was Bo one Jackson. play. If you picked that play for each team, it was a different one. And you could drop the quarterback back 80 yards, and, and he'd still Mary. throw the pass. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you have guys running after him, man. Yeah. Well, the one that was really good was Willie Gold with the Bears. Remember, because he was really fast. So yeah, I would, come on, man. You kidding me? I love Tech Mobile. No, uh, what was it? Bears or the Raiders? Indian, Indianapolis, Indianapolis on Tech Mobile. I forget they had the the tight end would do a little hook, and you couldn't cover the hook. So if you could just wait until he turned the hook, but you couldn't see him because you couldn't see the screen that far. But you just have to drop back and drop back until he he took the hook, and then you throw it. They couldn't stop it. Even if you even if you pick the defender to be on that guy and be right there, you just yeah. couldn't stop it. So, so you know. basically, coach is admitting by Tecmo Bowl and Madden. That's how he became a coach, essentially. So that, that's how he got yes. the moniker. Coach yes, Mullen. that's how I got the oh. moniker. I never, I you know what? I read Coaching for Dummies, Coaching Football for Dummies. I read the you book. You actually read that book? And, no, he didn't read. Uh, he got the yeah, audio well, tape so he could read. listen to it. Actually, <laughs> Cliff knows. Yes, Cliff it, knows. It the audio tape. I. Sent, I sent away, I sent away with my receipt, and they sent me a little certificate. Okay, I got now, a little coaching certificate. We'll get in the NBA. I have no idea we, what I'm you, talking about. If you don't mind, can we uh, kind of finish up on football? Because you know we had sure. talked about the NFC East. To me, that division obviously going to be very interesting. I I lean towards the Giants because I think they have the you know the best balance. Cowboys' best offense, but probably have the worst defense. Washington has the best defense, but probably the worst offense. Giants and Eagles have some balance. But two other divisions that I think are going to be really interesting, NFC West, AFC East. I think, man, you know, really going to be interesting uh, races. Obviously, NFC West with all four teams, and then the AFC East with the Patriots, the Bills, and the Dolphins. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, uh, you know, uh, like Nevada Nick, you know, I've been doing some other shows around the country and uh, doing a show with the uh, Dolphin, uh, you know, some Dolphins uh, show. They've kind of disregarded. I feel like they've for, the Patriots have fallen off the map to them. Like, like they have totally disrespected the Patriots. And, you know, I had to remind them that half their defense did opt out last year. They yeah. had a pretty damn good defense when they you were together. Get Hightower back. 
I mean, they get all these yeah. guys back defensively. They added some real nice pieces. You know, oh, Patriots are in panic mode. They don't know what they're doing. Let me tell you, Bill Belichick is not in panic mode. Bill yeah. Belichick, re- re- you know, signed those tight ends because he knew he was bringing in that quarterback from Alabama. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. I think soon as soon as they drafted the kid from uh, North Dakota State, uh, speaking of the 49ers, I think Belichick was ready to pull the trigger and move up if he had to to get him. But I think he realized he was going to fall to him. But they were ready to do that. That kid yeah. was going to uh, New England. And I wouldn't be surprised by week two or three if, if Mac Jones is not the starter of that football team and they are, they're back yeah. into form. Coach, so I, I, I wouldn't ahead. be surprised if it's week one. I really wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if it's week one. I think Belichick, too, great plan. You bring in Trent Brown. And you restructure his deal to one year. So if he has any, you know, horse shit, any bullshit, he's going to be gone. So it's a prove it year from him. So, right. you, you know, your lines should be pretty good. You bring in Mac Jones. You bring in Matthew Judon, Pro Bowl defensive end from the Ravens. The, the Patriots are back. You know, they got high, high tower back. They had three or four defenders who did opt out for, for uh, COVID. Yeah, the Patriots are, are – and then you got Belichick. They're a force to, you know, to be messed with, and especially the Dolphins. You should be worried because who knows your system, Brian Flores, better than Bill Belichick. You know, that's his system. So it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, and, and here's my, my thing on that. When you have two offensive coordinators, you have none. Yeah. Okay, they 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 got that co-offensive coordinator. I don't. I, you got fan, two. Yeah. You got none. I'm I'm sorry. I just don't believe in that. Uh, you know, and I think they're going to have some issues. I think they are. I still don't think. I'm still not sold that Tua is the is the is the guy. Uh, and the wild cards, the Jets. I mean, the Jets had a really good draft. They they put some pieces in place. I mean, they got really lucky. I mean, you got your quarterback, and then you got a first-round receiver that fell to you in the second round to go along with your receiver from last year if he could stay healthy. You have some pieces there. You've put another piece to the offensive line. Uh, I mean, I really I really think that the uh, the Jets yeah. are, are going to be that wild card in that division. They're going to they're gonna make a little bit of noise. I don't know that they're yeah. – ready to be, but they're going to make some noise this year, I think. Yeah, and I think they're going to disrupt some things. I, I agree with you in that sense. And and look, next year you got two first-round picks, and you know yep. Joe Douglas has them in the right du- uh, direction. Joe Douglas, the guy who should be the GM for the Eagles, not Howie Rose. <laughs> uh, let's not get into that. My God. <laughs> that guy. Uh, he did one thing right this year. He did one thing right. I'll give him that. He did. That he was did a good trade moving back. Yeah. Trading back? What do you mean? Whoa. You mean trading up or trading up? Yeah, but whoa, whoa, whoa. he did I trade mean, back. We were at six. He traded back. Got a. He gets the number one from next year. Still gets Devonte Smith. I mean, that was a good move. I that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, because yeah. because if not, he's gone. Yeah. Devonte Smith is gone, hands down. Yeah. And I, and I yeah. think also it'd be, you got to look at also the Giants. You know, by them moving back, they get two. They have two first round picks next year as well. And I wouldn't. Don't don't. I think that, you know, I think uh, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Giants, all could be in that uh, the mix for um, Watson. Watson, thank you. 
I, I really think there's going to be a lot more teams in that mix. And don't don't forget because I, I feel like uh, Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. He's he's not suited up in a Packer uniform. There, there's no feel he's done. He is done. He already said. Yeah, he's he's, he's not going back. He'll be on, he'll be on a different team. So <clears throat> I think you might see one more year out of him just because. Mm. Look, we're at the point now the teams have all kind of drafted and the cap room. I don't know that there's somewhere he can go. I think he more might be orchestrating this for next year to get out. Um, we'll, we'll see. But, Coach, and if you look at the three teams you brought up for Watson, Dolphins, Eagles, Giants all have question marks at quarterback, too. But right. they all That's have multiple mean. draft picks, first-round picks in 2022, 2023. So they have the capital to do what they need to do. So they're set up nicely. But they're not happy with their quarterback play this year. Well, let me say this, Nevada. You don't think that Aaron Rodgers could end up in Denver? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. But the, the Packers take a pretty big cap hit. Um, I yeah, think they're going to try 1st, to do everything they can. After June 1st, you could see yeah. him be in uh, in Denver. Yeah. I mean, they don't say the cap hit isn't as bad after June 1st. Yeah, he, he just, he, no, I, yeah, I, you're right. Um, he just, I don't know what his options are. Billy, that is one of them. If the compensation's right, yeah, that could happen. I don't know. You know, look, you've heard a couple guys who are friends with Roger come out and say it's fixable. I don't know what that means, you, you know, but there's something Rogers wants. I think they're going to do it. But this is, you guys are right. I agree with you. This is headed for, Divorce, whatever, separation, whatever you're going to call it. I just don't think it's going to be this year. I think it's going to be after next season. I think he'll play one more one more season in Green Bay, and then he'll be gone. Okay. I I, I just don't see there's no way coming back from that. Okay. I, I just think that that you've you've kind of you've 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 torched the bridge, so to speak. You know, so that that bridge is is already falling into the into the drink, man. There there ain't no bridge left. So, yeah. Well, what's Denver going to give up for him? You know what I mean? That's going to be the. I, I think they're going to want a lot for a guy who's maybe going to be able to play your team, play for your team for a couple of years. Well, I, I honestly, in in today's NFL, he wins a Super Bowl. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, so I I wouldn't venture to say that they would give you know three number ones and. Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Drew Locke, one of those quarterbacks in the deal, possibly, you know, and, and something else. I don't know. I mean, if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers and you've gone through what you've gone through in Denver, uh, I think I'm, you know, you tell me. Here's the check. You yeah. fill it out. Well, if I'm the Packers, the team that would be more interesting to me, but see, I don't know that they could do it cap-wise – I'd have to see. Maybe they might because their numbers are close. But the one that would be more interesting to me would be the Raiders because Carr at least is is a good quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, at least if you get Carr and two ones, you can say, hey, look, Carr's not Rodgers, but we're getting a guy who's been to a Pro Bowl before and two ones with the roster we have, we can still have a playoff team. With Denver, you're not getting that back. I, I would probably just go with Jordan Love and see what he could do over Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. So that's one thing I, I would look at if I'm the – But hold on a second. I mean, I think I think the quarterback in the deal is really irrelevant. You drafted Jordan Love number one. 
You and I and I keep going yeah, back to this. Play, it, wait a second. You draft a guy number one. This is my gripe with the Giants. He is starter day one. He comes into the building as the starter in that spot, not the backup, not anything. The Giants we drafted a receiver. He's not starting day one. He's got to go out and earn. He might not be starter day one. He might not make the rotation day one. That's so, why it was a stupid pick. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. So if I'm the Packers, you know what? In order to save face, I need to throw love in there yeah, and, but and get coach, him going. They've seen him practice. If you don't think he's ready, why are you going to do that? You were in the right. NFC Championship game last year. You're so right. if you don't think he's ready, let's throw him to the Wolves. Let's just no put him out there. Then you got But you, you wasted a number one pick and well, cost you did. your franchise quarterback. Then your ass needs to be fired. Then I those agree. guys need to be fired. And I, you I tell Aaron so. Rodgers, hey, I'm sorry. Those guys right. are gone. Right. Talk to the Jets about wasting uh, number one picks, all right? And them guys, half the guys still there. <laughs> no, they, they're gone. And, and look, let me tell you, Sam Darnold's going to have a great season this year. You watch. Sam Darnold's going to have a great season in Carolina, okay? I might be venture. It's going to be borderline Pro Bowl season. Borderline Pro Bowl season. Sam Darnold. So you're telling me, Sam, I'm built like the Lego cop <laughs> from Blockets. You telling me he's going to have a good a, a, a Pro Bowl season? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to have borderline Pro Bowl. He's going to be in the conversation to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Coach, he's coach he, is stealing himself after predicting the Knicks make the freaking 30, nah, 10, 30 I, games. Yeah, he's gonna call Sam Darnold making the that's, that's right. That's right. He's got a that's little bit right. extra color. That man might have sun poisoning. He's getting to his head. Good. Hey, God. Man, let me tell you, I'm telling you, Sam Darnold, they're gonna go because they run that same stuff he ran at USC. There's stability there, unlike the Jets, where he had three offensive coordinators in three years. I mean, come on. Let let's just let 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 it let it be. I feel bad. I just wish that Sam Darnold was on the Giants, you know, and and not uh, across the street because we listen. If we drafted Sam Darnold instead of Barkley, we would and the moves that the Giants have made up to this point, we would be talking about the Giants being a contender. You don't believe that. You don't even believe what you just said. You don't believe that. You don't even believe what you just Sam said. Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. I would take Sam okay. Darnold over Danny Dimes. I agree. Thank with you. That. Thank you. I don't Thank think you. they'd be a over Super Danny Bowl contender, but I, I think they'd be a playoff Super Bowl contender. contender. Okay, they would be a playoff. I said playoff. I agree I with never that. Said Super Bowl I agree contender. with that. I thought they you would be. Okay. A, no, I, agree I said. With that. I said a, a playoff contender team. This I agree would with be, that. We would not even be right. talking about that. We would be talking about the rest of the NFC East catching up to the Giants right now if we had Sam Darnold with the moves that they've made. Come on, you put Sam Darnold with that defense and those those weapons, except for uh, except for Everett Ingram, can't catch a cold, buck naked in Antarctica. But other than that, I mean, you know, I mean, you got so. you got rid of your you got rid of your catching machine, but you know, we won't go there. Who, who, who are you talking about, uh, Mister Crybaby himself? About? You know, who are you talking about? Who, Mister 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 Brown Brown Boy himself, Mister yeah, Skidmore? Absolutely. 
This kid Mark, man. Hell no, man. That that dude's poison wherever he goes, man. He is poison. He ain't poison where he is right now. Wait a second. Wait a second. When he went, when he got hurt, the Giants played a hell of a lot better. He goes to the Browns. He gets hurt. They play a hell of a lot better. Go to the playoffs. Just saying. I'm just saying. Boy, let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you something. First, they love you. Then they hate you. Then they love you again. Boy, you are something. You I are ne- something. Listen, I you have never something. been an OBJ hey, guy. When have, you, when and Billy, have you said? And not to, but to, Look, to say, and I coach, me and Coach did say this. We said when he got hurt, we both said we thought the Browns would be better without him. That he was in Baker's ear too much, and we thought Baker tried to single in on him too much. And he was a distraction. Honestly, I thought the Browns would have traded him. Maybe they still will. Um, but I mean, maybe it'll fit. But I-, I thought they did play better without him, as crazy as it may sound. It doesn't make sense, Billy. You're right. When you look at it, like pro yeah, Bowl Billy, guy, how could you play Billy, better? But- look, Nevada Nick has been doing this show with me from day one. When have I ever said that Odell Beckham's the guy? No, yeah, he's, yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, you haven't. You haven't been okay. I'm, I'm just saying, hey, you know, you didn't say you didn't say he wasn't the guy when y'all got them wins, though. <laughs> he does little wins, ballerina stuff in the end, had One playoff game, and he was out in the boat acting like a moron. Yeah, <laughs> and, and wait a second. And if I remember correctly, he's wide open, wide open down the field, and he dropped the football. Giant Giants could have went up early in that game, and he dropped the football. That's what yeah. you get for being out on a boat with your shirt off. Before yeah. you're going to damn Green Bay to play football, proposing the kicking nets. <laughs> yep, that's right. Hey, 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 Lawrence Taylor did worse, man. Give the guy a break. Listen, listen, Lawrence. Lawrence well, Taylor had to get wait, Lawrence wait Taylor had to get dragged out of a bender. Yes, <laughs> yes. He but, but wait a second. He at least played the balls out all the time. That's but, but that's what I'm saying. That dude showed up and w- was in the stat line. Man. There's been plenty of games where Beckham is didn't even show up in the stat line. Okay, because if you look at the playoff game, he didn't show up in the stat line. Yeah, because he didn't do nothing. But yet, you talk about LT getting dragged out of a crack house uh, three hours before a football game, walks on the field and has three sacks. Totally different. Okay, totally different. The man still showed up and flipped the switch, showed and, up and did his job. And one thing I want to say too, Odell had a ton of success, young, no doubt. But if you really look at it to me since then, especially. He's an incredibly overrated player. So he starts off his three first three years, mind you, 22, 23, 24 out of LSU. 91 catches, 1,300 yards, 12 mm-hmm. touchdowns. 96 and he didn't catches, play the full season. He, he, 96 he catches, 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, second year. Third year, 100 catches, 1,367 yards, 10 touchdowns. That, that's 2014 to 16 through 24. You're saying, wow. You know, this guy's going to be, you know, the next, you know, right. great receiver. Then next year, 2017, 25 catches, 302 yards, three three touchdowns in four games. The following year, uh, 13 games, 77, catch, touch, uh, 77 catches, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. The next year, 16 games, 74 catches, 1,000 yards, four touchdowns. Last year, seven games. 319 yards, three touchdowns. All you've seen is this since him. Yes, his first three years, he was great. Mm-hmm. Yes, he had one of the greatest catches in NFL history. But since then, I just haven't seen it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. We'll see. 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. No, Billy, the talent's there. I agree with you. It's just he's got to get out of his own way and maybe change some things. The talent's there. I don't disagree with you, Billy. You're right. It's it's definitely there. I I think, like I said, you got a couple teams this year that are really that are that have been slept on, and you're going to see some crazy things happen with them. Browns being one of them. You know, and I, I hate to say this. I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this right now. But if the Washington football team or whatever they're going to be called, if they can finally get out of their own way and get some things done, I mean, they, they'll, they, they might get there. They might get to the playoffs. They might get there. We'll yeah. see. No, it's, it's possible. It, it's definitely possible. Now, you, you want to talk some uh, basketball coach before we uh, go ahead? We got 20 go ahead. minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, let's talk about the Knicks being the four seed, baby. No, and look, it's good for, it's good for the Knicks. And the one thing I'll say, though, if you look at basketball, the last it feels like the last, man, it might be 15 years. Every year you knew, hey, man, these are going to be the teams that can win. These are going to be the teams in the finals. You know, this is the only team that can win. And a lot of years it was the truth. The Warriors years, you know, with Durant and the dynasty – you know, you know, how many years in a row was it Cleveland and, and the Warriors, obviously? I'll tell you this year, it is wide open. I, I mean, I think it could be any one of three teams coming out of the East in the Bucks, the Nets, or, the, or my Sixers. I do Thank think you, I do think. No, he's saying they're getting knocked out round one. No, he says love them to win. No, love them. Oh. Yeah, and I agree oh. with him. I think the Sixers will be – I mean, the Knicks will beat the Hawks, too. Um but I think the Sixers are going to make it to the finals. I really do. But I think this is one of the hardest ones to predict. I mean, and the West, um, it can suck my back. That's great. <laughs> look, I think in the West, you know, if the Lakers are healthy, they're a force to be reckoned with. But that's a big if right now. And LeBron, again, tweaks his ankle yesterday. And you just wonder how healthy is he? Everybody thought AD was going to step up big this year after winning his title, and it's been kind of up and down. I, I think, you know, AD needs LeBron to be the guy. So if LeBron's not completely healthy, I just don't see the Lakers doing it. If the Lakers don't do it, who is it then out of the West? Is it the Clippers with Kawhi? Is it the Suns? You know, is it the right. Jazz who have the one seed? Jazz remind me, though, a lot of the one seed from the East in the past years where the Bucks. Nobody believed in the last few years. The Rafters before that. I like the Jazz, but I don't think they're coming out of the West. I think it's going to be the Clippers or the Lakers or maybe the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, Suns are looking really good, playing well. Man, Stiz trying to start with Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Cody Lakers out. I mean, whoa. Man. Man. I'll tell you what, if Steph can get that, uh, keep that shooting going. Look, Stiz, man, when you get out to Vegas in uh, October, you better watch out, man. You better look over your shoulder, man. Yeah, yeah I've seen – you know, I've seen – Angela's a, a, a great person, but I've also seen the other side. And, man, when, when, when it turns, when that switch turns, Angela can get uh, – Angela can get scary. I, I've seen the other side. I've seen – I have text to prove it, too. I've seen the other <laughs> side of Angela. <laughs> yes, Stiz, so, you know, <laughs> but now, who do you guys like in the NBA? I mean, like I said, I think the Sixers make the finals. I think they have a shot at the title. But man, I don't even know who I like to win at all. I think it's tough. You, you know, you're. But I haven't heard anybody say the Nets and the and the three. The you know, I mean, well, with Harden and Durant. 
they played eight games together this year, Coach. If I they're know, healthy, I yeah. Know, I know, and, but I mean – Coach, I, I, can we talk about this? Sorry to cut you off, Coach. I apologize. But how would you like if one of your guys like Kyrie, the day before you're going to the playoffs, says, my focus isn't on basketball, it's on the world? Yeah, I agree. I, was, I, agree. I, was like, I agree. Listen, I was happy when he signed with the Nets and not the Knicks, man. Let me tell you, okay? Right. Because, you know, that's a guy You wouldn't want not- Kyrie on the Knicks? No. I wouldn't want Kyrie. He's a head case, man. No, he's got he's got too much, out, right too much of a head case, man. It's too much outside yeah. noise. I don't yeah. care who the coach is, man. And and nobody can care. handle Because, he, look, I wasn't, he, uh, I wasn't a big fan – Go ahead. But he yes, wanted he was he was he out wanted of to be the guy everywhere. He wanted to be the guy with, with without LeBron. That didn't work out. He went to Boston. Brad Stevens couldn't handle him. They shipped him out in Boston, and now he is now he's here in Brooklyn, and it's not working out there. And look, what he said is 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 honorable. I agree. There's things going on in the world that are more important than basketball. It's his job, but you just sound selfish saying that. Because now it's going to be brought to all his teammates. Now it's going to be big, a, a big media right. circus. You're creating, and he knows that. If you feel that personally, that's fine. If those are your beliefs, that's completely fine. But don't say it to the freaking media because you know what's right. going to happen. Right. This guy's been in the league a long time. Those guys all have publicists and all that tell him what's going to happen if you do this, this, or this. And he knew what he was doing. And these are the, he and he does this stuff all the time. And I just don't believe it. I I think he's a selfish. He, you know what? I really do. And I think he does it on purpose for attention. I really do. I just think that's Kyrie. And Sammy just made a great point. And, and more than anything, Sam, I'm going to add a little bit to that. I don't think more that LeBron kept it straight. LeBron didn't take his crap. Yeah, 100%. LeBron, yeah. LeBron told him, hey, look, man, you, you got it's about the team. It ain't yeah. about you. So, And, and that's one thing I, I, I do say all the time I love about LeBron. I mean – Tough wise, I mean, he could be a little, he could get a little bit tougher, in my opinion. But as far as him as a teammate, he makes everybody around him better. Yeah, you can't deny that. I mean, there are a lot of LeBron fan or LeBron haters out there that are yeah. like, "Oh, he's a punk. He's this. He's that." But and while that's true, I mean, he he makes everybody around him that yeah. much better. You can't yep. deny that. It's the Tom Brady effect, just like with the yep. Bucks this year. It's a hundred percent. Absolutely. It's just- you know with him, Michael Jordan, whoever you want to say, it's just they're so – just the stature they have and the player they are, you just – you're not going to cross them. You're not. And Tom Brady, you would see it. He'd be yelling at those linemen, throwing the ball at the thing, and, you know, it's just – it's Tampa, it. Tom Brady Tampa Bay. Yeah, it is. Tampa Bay, man. It, it's – you know, and LeBron land. It, what, what can you do? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, because I was a little leery about Derrick Rose coming back to the Knicks because, you know, it didn't work out. It didn't work right. out the first time when he came there. And and we had a lot of that drama, Kyrie-type drama that first time around. You know, I think he did go AWOL one time. Yes, uh, he did. During the season. So, you know, it kind of – but let me tell you, I mean, uh, kudos. It's Tom Thibodeau, I mean, has got him playing straight, coming on the court and really – uh, playing really well, so uh, I'm excited to see them make some noise in playoffs. Yeah, you know, and, and it's about time that uh, yeah. the Garden has uh, has playoff basketball. It's been it's been far too long. 
Yeah. No, I agree. Coach, a little breaking news, Would too. Would you freeze up? I think Billy froze. Okay, a little breaking news, too. Bob Baffert will not be allowed to enter any horses in at Belmont. Really? Yep. So Why? They pissed dirty why? again? They, they, they no. were dirty again? This horse, Billy, the horse that won at the Derby yeah. um, failed a drug test. But I thought they, they brought him back, and he had to do, like, all these extra stringent – he failed again? No, but that's what it's from. They don't he, – he failed that original test. Pimlico allowed him the race, but Belmont's not allowing Bob Baffert any horses he trains to, to be in the race, I guess. I guess they don't want any of the BS the, – because people think this isn't the first time. That's the 26th horse of Bob Baffert to fail a drug test. Like, it's bad in horse racing. He plays stupid, but, I mean, to me, where there's smoke, there's fire. And well, I don't know. know – see, here's the He's the Pete of horse racing. <laughs> yeah. But here's the problem I have is that, you know, you, the gambler, Nevada Nick, are the ones who get really screwed out of it. Oh, Not anybody else. Like, like, why aren't they Why aren't they tested beforehand? Why are Coach, they not tested beforehand or something? I, There's got to yeah. be some kind of way to, to right. you know. Coach, I had a trifecta with a 28-to-1 horse that would have been on top. That would have won. Do you realize I probably lost thousands? I'm not kidding you, thousands of dollars because of that. And oh, and God. you know now they paid it, and that horse is going to get changed. Now, coach will tell you I've picked a, a Kentucky Derby horse that this got disqualified. That was two years ago. My horse right. won mm -hmm. and got disqualified. This time, this horse is going to get disqualified, but they paid everything out, so they will not change it. So I'm still screwed. So Bob Baffert. You better hope we never cross paths because if I got anything in my hand, you're getting the Nancy Kerrigan treatment. I'm just telling you right now. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> That's good. He's going to remember Nevada Nick. That's all I'm saying. So then, so then let me ask you this, Nevada. Let me ask you this. So then with, with that, like, so he can't – no horse, period. He can't come back. Well, no, just for the Next Belmont year. Stakes in three Next weeks. Year. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen yet. He can't race in the Belmont Stakes, which is in three weeks, a little less than three weeks now, two weeks from this Saturday. Um, mm. But, yeah, which it's still – it's still. I mean, you know, and it's uh, – could there be more? That's going to be the thing. Are wow. they going to make an example out of him? You know, we'll see. That's all to be – you know, in the future to be told. We'll see what happens. They're going to Pete Rosen. They're going to ban him. Mm. It might happen. You never know. It's not good. That kind of stuff's not good for the sport. And something like that's bad, too, because you don't want things like that because guys like me now are mad. You know, horsing's all about gambling. And, you know, a guy like me now who's pissed maybe says, you know what, I'm not going to bet on the sport. Right. And you picked them. You picked you picked the Triple Crown winner, too, didn't you? One year. one year. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Divide and egg. Gosh, right. darn all right, fellas. Thanks, uh, Billy. I appreciate you coming Billy, in. Billy, good to see you. Spending buddy. some time with us, you. Nevada Nick, coming in. Uh, it's always, always a pleasure having you. So, everyone, thank you. Remember, tell your friends, share it out there. Uh, go over to YouTube, like the page, ring the bell, join uh, our new Facebook page. It's uh, the Coach Muddle Show. Uh, if you haven't figured out already that my other account got hacked, so uh you know <laughs> so you know hey be part of it we appreciate oh. we appreciate everyone uh hanging out with us uh and sammy thanks for bringing it buddy we appreciate it man so all right we'll see everybody next week be safe uh and we'll talk to you later <laughs> you haven't realized that i got hacked <laughs> <laughs>
I'm still on. <laughs> oh God. 